Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pop Off with James. This is season two, episode six, I think. Uh, today we have below deck Mediterranean chef, like you're one of the standout from the season. How are you doing, Dave? Hey, James. Thanks for having me. Uh, stoked to be here. good yeah I'm doing really well actually um I've kind of moved kind of found a bit of a base in Florida now in, in West Palm Beach and I'm loving it here loving the weather and yeah it's a great place to be good have you experienced any hurricanes or inclement weather like that's all I hear about Florida it's like watch out you know so there's always the weather's it's, it's pretty it's pretty tropical here so it's like raining one minute sunny the next um but yeah I was here for Hurricane Ian actually um, but it hit um, further north, like Tampa and, and Fort Myers. Um, it just rained it rained a lot here, but there's a, a lot of damage um, further up north there. And one more thing I hear about Florida is you guys have dropping iguanas from the tree. Have you been hit yet? Or <laughs> I haven't hit. I haven't been hit by an iguana, <laughs> no. But um, to be honest, if there was, it wouldn't surprise me if that would be one way that I'd end up going. <laughs> or a coconut. yeah there you go awesome um so just to start how did you get involved in below deck um so i opened two restaurants in uh, the southwest of france um and then we got hit by covid and they're, they're seasonal so we're only open five to six months of the year anyway so it hit us pretty hard um so i was kind of doing anything i could to um to get money to kind of keep keep the restaurants alive um so that's when i applied for it and then um uh, did the journey of doing the interviews the the multiple interviews that you have to do um and then i actually found out that i was i was going on there like a week on the charter i was with natasha um oh, sweet. So just a week a week before the end of the charter that's that's when well we both found out that we were going to be on from what i hear they really kind of uh liked that you guys knew each other because i had katie flood who was the chief stew right before you guys and she's kind of a friend of mine and she was saying that she was pretty much slated to go on again that season but at the last minute they found out that you guys knew each other so they kind of went with you guys instead of her that's what I heard. I actually, um, after the after the show, I went to Mexico and I met um, Katie and Courtney and Tulum. And uh, she, in a funny way, she was just like, damn you, Dave, I was meant to be going back. Which <laughs> <laughs> is quite funny. I, I obviously had no idea, but I think the reason yeah. uh, they actually caught on was they obviously gone through our Instagram. They saw our Instagram and um, we were sharing a few stories. And then when we were doing the interviews, um, the final interviews, leading up to to going on to the show they saw that we had um the the name of the boat on our uniform so they obviously oh. put put two and two together and figured it out i wonder uh i wonder what the draw was to have people that know each other did they 
mention anything about that? Like we want you guys because you know each other because. Um, they didn't. They didn't mention any of that. I mean, I think anyone could see kind of the uh, we got on really well. So, um, mm. well, we were obviously getting on really well, and um, they obviously, <laughs> they obviously, <laughs> they obviously saw that. And um, and at the time, we we were, you know, me and Natasha were were getting on like a like a a, a massive fire. You know, it was a huge flame there. So. Um, they obviously did put two and two together. I think they knew from the start, like, to be fair. Yeah, um, yeah in all fairness. Cool. <laughs> um, have you watched any of any other of the seasons or did you kind of go and kind of blank there? I went in blind. I, I watched a few of Ben's episodes because I heard that he was um, one of the best chefs that have been on there. So I just watched a couple of episodes just to see the sort of food he was putting out. Um, but prior to that, I hadn't, I hadn't watched any. And I've recently watched a few of Marcus's episodes as well. Because um, obviously I've been spending a lot of time with Marcus. Um, he's a legend, good friend of mine now. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Nice. I'm like, Marcus, who's Marcus? You mean Marcos? Mar- Marcos, sorry. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. called him, yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my terrible accent. I just, I just <laughs> call it whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, and I was wondering, so when you go on to a reality TV show, obviously it's a yachting show, and obviously you're kind of going in like, okay, I got to cook my ass off. I got to create good dishes. I got to do blah, blah, blah. But on the other side of the coin, you're on a reality TV show. Like, are you going in thinking, okay, I got to have a, like a personality. I got to do this. I got to you know what I mean? Have a storyline. Did you go in there with any of those intentions or? My, my main intention was to, to not ruin my reputation as a chef. That was my main intention. I knew, I mean, being in the galley by yourself anyway, it's hard enough as it is, especially on a 50 meter charter. Um, so this going to cause enough drama as it is. So that was, no, that was my main intention. And obviously with all the other drama I brought along with it, it made it um, a lot more difficult. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to, I just wanted to, I just wanted to be real and, um, you know, express my feelings as I did. And, and um, obviously it got to a point where I was drinking too much and, um, and uh, was absolutely exhausted. Um, but yeah, no, no, the main, the main um, idea was just to go in there, sleep as little as possible, just, just create as, as much good food as I can and, uh, and try and not get any, any bad feedback. That was my plan. So would you say those were kind of the reservations that you had going into Blow Deck was just mainly you don't want to ruin your reputation, you want to keep working in the field kind of thing? That was it, yeah. It was um I wanted I wanted to try and get a platform as well. And I've I really want to try and raise a lot of awareness for mental health. So that was that was kind of part of part of the plan. And look, I love cooking, it's my it's my life, you know, it's it's my passion. Mm-hmm. So um, I enjoy it so much and I, I love being under pressure and I love the intensity of it, um, the fight, almost the fear of what you get from it with people are going to like your food. Um, so I thrive off it anyway. Um, I kind of do wish they showed more of the food, you know. I wish they did yeah. kind of u- utilise that a, a bit more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's I kind of I kind of feel like, you, in being in the galley is so much there's so much drama anyway you know it's such a small space especially that galley 
it's so yeah. it was so small it was it was tough even the fridge space like there was i had one worktop it was it was crazy yeah i guess you're now you used to working in those conditions or yeah not i normally have a bigger galley with more more equipment um mm. i've worked in galleys in the same size where you've got a rationale oven which is uh like a self-cleaning steaming um you can set it to whatever you want it to do which has helped so much for example you can steam some vegetables and you wouldn't have to worry about it sounds silly but you wouldn't have to worry about putting a pan of boiling water on the stove or, and draining it you know it's just a case of traying mm. it up ready and save space and straight out the steamer refresh it so it makes just a few things like that makes a huge difference baking bread and or if you're steaming bound buns or making dumplings it just it enables you to do so much more um so the equipment was a big issue. I brought my own, own equipment. I brought my own sous vide machine, my own vac pack mm-hmm. machine. Um, got them to buy me a thermo mix. Like it was, yeah, I mean, it's hard to, if you don't have the right equipment, I mean, it's hard enough when the boat's rocking anyway, um, especially when the state just <laughs> go. Um, if you don't yeah. have all the right equipment, then yeah, it becomes, it becomes difficult. And one thing I was thinking about is, you know how I don't know because I guess you haven't seen most of the other chefs on the on the show, but a lot of the other chefs they were especially uh, the one before you on Below Deck, or maybe two chefs before you. Uh, they're very like uh, snappy and like get out of my galley, and they're like flipping out all the time. And you kind of are not like that, so I wonder you know what I mean? If that made Captain Sandy like, like you a little bit more, cause she always gave you compliments and she said you were a really great chef. So I wonder if that fa- factored into, you know, her appreciation of you. Maybe. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time and uh, I, I trained in the restaurant game. I was been mm-hmm. cooking since 13. So I used to be, don't get me wrong. I used to be a horrible, horrible chef. <laughs> you need to be calm and it's just much easier to say yes for, for yourself and for everyone else, you know? took me a long time to realize that trust me i've made a lot of people a lot of people cry a lot of waitresses cry a lot of chefs cry it's pretty <laughs> brutal uh yeah. back, honestly but uh yeah it gets you nowhere and you don't need to be like that um so yeah i mean i appreciate sandy and all of her support and there was one an incident which it, it didn't show was um i thought i had enough food down in the crew mess and i didn't and Sandy was just like, you need to put more food down. I was in the middle of guest service. And I was just like, okay, no worries. And I made a, a Thai green curry and, and braised some rice quickly. So I think that might have been what you guys didn't see. That might have been a turning point because that happened on the, I think, the first or second episode. The fact that I just said, yes, no problem, I'll do it. And then yeah. did it in 20 minutes. So that, that, might, that might have been, she might have respected my attitude in that respect. Yeah, I remember the season before you when the chef hurt his knee, Chef Matt. <laughs> it was like the funniest thing ever because like uh, like Captain Sandy, all the stews and the deckhands were like in the kitchen making like lobster and everything. And the guests like hated it. It was like the funniest episode I've ever seen. Did you hear about that? I heard about that. I, I heard he also, I'm sure, like, I'm not sure he's a, a great guy, but I, I heard that... Yeah. Um, he, he refused to cook crew food as well. He said that, so they were buying it in. Oh, also, yeah, yeah. I also heard that, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like I've got two fake knees, you know, so it's definitely, it's hard on your knees, the, the rolling of the boat, but I mean, mm-hmm. it can't, it's not, it's not that bad. 
<laughs> not impossible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, what was the coolest thing about being on TV? Um, the co- it was obviously until, I think since BravoCon, um, I didn't, you know, I, until I went to BravoCon, I didn't realize that. I was like, whoa, I'm actually quite, quite famous here. <laughs> and uh, it was until then where, when I was walking through, because I didn't want any escorts or security, I was just walking through and wanted to see the fans and stuff. And it was really, it was amazing and super overwhelming, but it was, it was super cool. People were like grabbing fans, grabbing my arm and shouting my name. And I was just like, fuck, this is, this is pretty sick. And <laughs> that was, that was really cool. And um, it's obviously opened up a lot of, a lot of opportunities for me. Um but at first, James, it's like it's scary, it's petrifying. It's only I've only just kind of got used to it. Um, it took me as soon as I finished filming, I had to go. I went to Mexico with Storm actually, and my friend Rory, and just went to a place called Salita in the middle of nowhere, just surfing this long left hander. But I just couldn't be around people. Like it's it's really affected my confidence. Yeah. Um, and I started drinking a lot, and um, and but then thankfully I noticed that. Yeah, it really did. Like it kind of did affect me mentally. Yeah. But now I've kind of got past it and grown from it. I've I feel way stronger about the whole thing. So, in a way, that for me, that's the the best thing about what I got from being on TV. Because now I feel, I feel I've always kind of lacked a bit of self love and a bit of self confidence, even mm-hmm. though whatever I've achieved, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter. But since so now, right now, like today, present. Yeah, I feel like a super, a really, really strong person. So that's what I feel like I got from that. Good for you, man. That's awesome to hear. Um, yeah, it's, it's no, it's, been, it almost, it's, been a, it's not been an easy journey. It's been. Yeah, I think now the show's over. At least obviously, it's not out all the time. It's there's less, there's less DMs and private messages and lots of love <laughs> and there's also lots of abuse, uh, which. Fair play. I mean, look, everyone's entitled to, to an opinion for sure. And I'm, I, I mean, yeah. I went on the show, so I, I have to learn to, to deal with that for sure. But yeah, man, it was it was tough. It's like, it's one of the hardest things I've had to to deal with and um, get used to, get used to that being a part of my life. But I'm glad I did yeah. it. I, I, I obviously have a few regrets, but I don't I don't have any <laughs> don't have any regrets. In that, uh, in doing it. it was great it's, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a great journey yeah it kind of reminds me of like when when I first started my podcast I knew like I wanted to do it but being kind of like the uh interviewing people that I don't know and everything it like made me so nervous but as time went on it's like one of my favorite things that I do now so it's almost like you in the show like you know what I mean it kind of made you uncomfortable at the beginning but it's probably like a really source of kind of pride and self-confidence for you now right no absolutely like it's been it, no you're completely right like so you get used to it right and um yeah and uh the fact that you kind of do rub off on people mainly the right way which is which is incredible so that was kind of the section where we kind of learned a little bit about you and i kind of want to touch on the whole tasha situation if that's okay with you mm-hmm. yeah okay um so do you kind of, like what do you think about everybody kind of turning on tash a little bit like you know forget all like the hate and the abuse that she gets i know that's terrible but there's a lot of like people have like a negative opinion about her 
on the show, like, and it's so strong. It's like, it's weird. Like you don't know her, right? But in that, that situation, it was both of you guys, but you kind of came out like up here and Tash kind of, you know, what do you have any feelings about that? Or I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. Sorry. At, at the beginning, I was when it was kind of the show was coming out and it was kind of making it look like people were kind of taking my side. We were chatting and we were kind of were being supportive of each other. Yeah. And then she went on the Andy Cohen show and, and basically her and Jason kind of just, just kind of went at me a little bit. Um, so that's when we stopped talking. So from that point on, I, I was kind of like, okay, whatever happens from here, whenever I'm not going to be supportive. I yeah. think the reason, because at the end of the day, she, she cheated on her boyfriend. She, I feel like, I don't really like talking about it too much. She, because yeah. she, she had the boyfriend, she, she was kind of ha- held the most power, right? So whatever she wanted to happen basically happened. Mm-hmm. I, that's the only way I, I can see it is why she, people turned against her more. Um, I mean, I, obviously, I, 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 well, I don't know. I, I take it I didn't get as much hate as she did. Um, yeah. But the first, I mean, the first few episodes weren't good for me. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Um, yeah. But I, I, I don't know if you can you understand what I'm trying to say. I, and I feel like the whole um, Kyle and Natalia as well, not putting a, a second and third in place. I think yeah. that was really bad for her. Because um, being on the outside now, you kind of see how like Natalia was kind of left out um in that sense and then until Courtney came on and they found this bond which was which was awesome yeah uh, but that's the only way James I can kind of to, to put it forward really yeah is, yeah is that she she had a boyfriend she got with a boyfriend she then broke up with a boyfriend and she was kind of flirting with me a little bit more and and that's obviously exactly what happened so it's not it's not that it's yeah. not the bravo editing it I mean, what you see is is what happens. So, yeah, yeah. See, I was surprised that she did the Andy Cohen show because she kind of, after a while, like took a step back. She kind of, I don't know, she privated her Instagram, but she unfollowed all the Bravo pages. She kind of disengaged for a while. She obviously didn't show up to the the reunion, and. I have two questions here. I'm wondering, is it in your guys' contract that you have to do the Andy Cohen show once? And I think maybe people, if she would have kind of took it on head first and kind of addressed everything and kind of was like, oh, I fucked up. Do you think maybe the um, kind of hate that she got wouldn't be that to that extent? I do. I, I, I really believe that would have been better. I, like, mm-hmm. I was shocked when she went on the Andy Cohen show and she was like, oh, I said I love the crew. I was like, well, you didn't say that. You know, yeah. it was just, it's like, so I feel like absolute, and that's what I thought she was going to do. Um, look, because she is, she is such a lovely person and I do wish the best for her. Um, I do feel like, she, yeah, she could have just addressed it and explained why her side of the story and just, the way how it played out, you know, and she could have also done that on on the reunion. Yeah. But we all know she doesn't like confrontation, and and look, I I, I respect that too. Like I I appreciate that. Um, I don't think it would have 
I would like to think it wouldn't have been uh, that bad for her. I mean, I was nervous about the uh, the reunion too, and I would like to think that she wouldn't have got attacked too much. I mean, you know that obviously Carl and Natalia have this constant clash of heads, and even yeah. they were they were very um, calm and mature about the whole situation. So you would like to think it it wouldn't have got out, too out of control. But I wish she I wish she did go. Is it part of your guys' contract to do, to do the Andy Cohen show at least once? I'm not sure. I don't know too much about it, but yeah. I believe they're they're kind of they're two kind of different enterprises. So I don't think you, I don't think you have to do it. I mean, I want. I I was like, for me, that was. I've there's been some a mate like Gordon Ramsay's been on the Andy Cohen show, and I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I want to go on the Andy Cohen show. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was I was pushing for it, um, but I'm not sure if I had to do it or not. To be honest, yeah, yeah, that makes sense for sure. It is kind of like a rite of passage, at least for Bravo people. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Now, you you maybe don't want to answer this, and that's fine. But is there anything more to the story that we didn't get on camera that you want to share, or or no? Between me and Natasha. Yeah, like, is there anything that you want the public to know that maybe they didn't know, that kind of thing? I mean, I think I spoke about it. I've spoke about it so much quite openly now. Um, mm. No, I mean, look, it was, I, I'd only known her for, for a month. I, had, I did fall in love with her. Mm. Uh, being a month together on the charter boat, like I said, in, in the real world, I promise you, it's like a, a whole year. You know, you're spending yeah. like, hours a day together um i mean like i i i was i was convinced that it was what was going to happen we had planned to share a room um but she obviously but then i obviously went fucking a bit crazy so i mean maybe maybe i pushed her away and maybe she did have this this plan to work out for us um yeah. but i honestly just feel like she she just didn't want her her family to know about us prior because obviously didn't want people to think that I was, was this, this crazy person when I was getting irritated with her flirting with other people. So I was just like, I can't just keep doing this. Cause it was really, it was really getting to me. I made it, I've made it quite clear and, um, and everywhere I've been about what, how it happened and what happened that we were together the night before we joined the boat. Like, so yeah, I mean, I feel I've I like I said I wish her all the best uh, and I still think she's a she's an incredible person I, and I hope she's in a in a good place right now. Yeah, I mean you can't you when you guys are on the boat you guys can't escape each other you know what I mean so you can kind of you didn't really have a place to like go home and escape kind of your feelings or being around her so it's kind of almost understandable kind of how you got to where you got to in a way. And I think that on, on her side, it's none of us have been in that position on a, on a yacht, on a TV show, blah, blah, blah. So we can't really judge her position. We can be like, Oh, like I would have done it this way. I would have done it that way, but we don't really know. Cause we're not in that position. Right. So uh, exactly. I don't like boiling someone down to like one of their situations in their life. You know what I mean? So, She's probably a really a good person and everything. She, 
you know. Oh, absolutely. And it was an intense, like cut the month before even we we did we were on charter for a month for a, for a bunch of Russians and it was intense. We had like one we had one day off and then we to go back, grab our stuff and then fly to Malta, you know. So it was a crazy, crazy almost three months. Um so I mean both of us we were already exhausted when we went on there. Um but I feel like once if you tell yourself so if you tell yourself so many, for example, white lies, you eventually mm. start to believe it anyway, and you forget what you've said, right? So yeah, especially in a scenario where, like you said, you can't escape. Um, for me, luckily, the the uh, the producers let me. I went for a run every every day. We dropped off. I, mm. I went for a run. Um, went for like a fifteen k run. So it was a huge release for me after mm. those first terrible episodes and that that, that major made a huge difference for me were, were you ever thinking maybe it's better for me to just leave the boat right now before things get worse pack my bags twice i tried oh to, you did yeah, yeah i tried to yeah. leave um and then sandy talked me out of it and nadine talked me out of it the second time Aww. yeah so i i was just like what's this is too much i can't I can't, I can't deal with this. What's the point for, for my mental health? Um, yeah. Because I, I don't, I, I wanted to get answers um, from Natasha. I just wanted to know like where I stood. Yeah. That's why I was messaging so much because I couldn't, I couldn't get a word out of her. I was trying to talk to her so much and it just always got, got palmed off, you know? Um so yeah, that that was the most frustrating thing, just not knowing where you stand, uh, and 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 then the only time you really got a chance is when you're kind of on a night out, consumption of lots of alcohol, and then uh, it only ends one way, <laughs> like nine times out of ten, crying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to. I like to express myself and I, I felt like I could never do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I was just, I was constantly, constantly texting, I guess. Yeah. And it, and it's hard to have those intense feelings for someone and have them reciprocated. And then just all of a sudden it drop off and you're kind of wondering what's going on. Like, it's kind of like, you know, kind of is really kind of, bad right it's a bad feeling yeah, so absolutely yeah. i was so consumed by it all um mm. it, so consumed by it all i feel like i feel like i didn't i wanted to spend more time with with the other crew and i feel like i obviously got to know them and uh, i love them to bits but i feel like on a night out it was always the same thing and when i look back at it now and I, there's a few times where i like hung out with storm or or z and we had a laugh but it should have been like that every night out but it wasn't it was the same thing over and over again and that's probably apart from the pancakes and being abusive on a text message and uh it's one of my one of my biggest regrets is like i feel like i didn't even get to know natalia you know like one bit i've spent a bit of time uh, here in miami and she's so fun you know we would have had a great yeah. time together just little things like that um, is uh is a regret for me that's why i was like i would definitely do it again you know yeah um and do you hold any animosity at all towards her still or nah not not at all like i've 
the way that obviously she she has taken the the brunt of of the abuse and look I don't like I said I don't think she's a, a bad person at all we all make bad decisions so no no I don't um I mean would I would if I saw her I would 100% talk to her and I wouldn't uh, avoid her in any way but obviously we talk about timing uh, and growth uh, and that's what happens we all we all learn and if you can admit mistakes and that's uh a, a great a great place to start right um but no not at all i um i hold nothing against her not one bit let's say you're talking to yourself right before you start the season what kind of advice would you give dave you know last year or whatever um i would definitely not do any tequila um <laughs> and uh to be honest apart from that because i loved i loved the whole in the galley and like the cooking. I love that whole experience. I honestly just wish, I wish the circumstances were different when we joined. I kind of, without being disrespectful to Tash, I wish Katie was the chief stew. I feel yeah. like it was, cause it was such a good crew. I just feel like it would have, it would have just that whole dynamic change. It would have been so different. It really would have been, it would have been like, such a blast be instead of having these miserable nights out i feel like they would have been really enjoyable and what do you think makes a good below deck cast member i guess i guess the the public the fans they want to they do want to see drama but i feel like it's yeah. i feel like it's changing right i feel like people get so involved into their jobs they want to see you do a good job I feel like yeah. it used to be hated a lot by a lot of yachties. I feel like they're all kind of coming over to the dark side a bit. I think it's like <laughs> Captain Lee said it in one of his, um, in one of his, on the stage at, at BravoCon. He, he explained it quite well. I can't remember what he said. Um, but I feel like it is changing. And I think now people do. That's why I said, I think people want to see the food more. I want people, I think people want to see um, the deckies like, um, doing a great job on deck and the stews killing it with drinks and cocktails and service wise and then obviously mm. they do obviously the drama comes a long way with it but not as much as I think it was before I don't think I don't yeah. think that, do, do you know what I mean I think it might have changed a bit I think they kind of want to see a bit a bit of everything and not just not just the drama not just porn hub not just um, not just people just going out and shouting and arguing with each other and I yeah. think they want to because it's because it's a job we're working we're, we're doing a job we're working that's why it makes the show so unique if you ever had the kind of opportunity to do like Big Brother or do another kind of reality show that didn't involve cooking would that be something that's interesting to you kind of being more of a celebrity type thing I think, I think I would, for me, I'm a great believer of like opening doors and, and lots mm -hmm. of opportunities and, and meeting new people. You know, my whole life has been about traveling and moving and growing and meeting incredible people. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think that's why I, I would do it for sure. I, I would definitely do it. Um, and it's, it's kind of nice taking a little bit of time out of the kitchen too. Like I, I do it all the time. That's why I love my extreme sports um and i'm working on a youtube channel at the moment 
um, nice. which is which is the plan. And we just got the first little edit done. Um, so yeah, yeah. So James, yeah, I am definitely open to it. I tried to apply to the challenge actually, but I was, I was too late. Oh shit. Um, you mentioned your YouTube though. What kind of content is that? Is it going to be like your extreme sports, your philanthropy? It's going to be both. It's just going to be all yeah. of the above. Like it's going to be called Kitchen Carnage, and it's all of the above in in one in one movie, one film, one series. It's gonna. The idea I want to get across is no matter where you are, what situation you're in, you can always prepare good food, no matter how little time you have. You just have to want to do it, you know, and not yeah. make an excuse. So if you're jumping out of an aeroplane, if I can jump out of an aeroplane and make a ceviche <laughs> in, in, in one minute, then you can make it in, in your house in 10 minutes, you know? So yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of what I want to do. And in the same time, uh, I want to like, again, raise awareness about, about mental health and speaking your feelings and, uh, and just just having fun and meeting great people around the area you are and and just just um, just taking gambles basically that's that's the idea. So speaking about your philanthropy, what kind of drives that for you? Like, where does that come from? Because you do so much, right? You're doing Everest. You're you're doing all this stuff, and you do a lot more than the average person. So I think a lot of it is a lot of it is down to my, my mind. It doesn't let me. I can't sit still. Uh, yeah. and it's, sometimes it's um, sometimes it's quite hard to deal with. Uh, so for me, I have to keep I have to keep uh, learning new things and keep moving forwards and always having a plan. Um, so the positive about it is I can I can raise awareness about different things, and that's what kind of gives me the drive to do so. Um, the Everest thing for me is it's huge because obviously I did it a few years back on the north side and and was like 800 feet away from summit and I got an injury. So to go back again is massive for me because I feel like for, for, Everest. I feel like, yeah, Everest. Yeah. Wow. So I did a north side in uh, in in China in Tibet, and um, the thing about the north side is. There's no, there's no rescue from 6,000 meters. And that's why it's so gnarly. And I got injured at 7,500 feet. So you have to walk down. Um, sure. But then for me at the time, I was going through a lot of, a lot of stuff mentally. And uh, it actually it helped me. I rebuilt myself from that. And I, and I just walked away from it. And then I came, came away from it a stronger person. So for me now to go to do the south side, to raise awareness for mental health and do this highest dinner party. It's incredible for me because I'm the strongest I've ever been like mentally, physically. Um, so this gives me an opportunity with my platform as well now to, to, to really show people, you know, nothing is impossible and you kind of can get from the darkness and into the light. So when you're doing the, the mountain, do you have like somebody behind you that, like a Sherpa, I don't know what they call them. Yeah, so we have a Sherpa. Um, it's changed a lot now. When I did it in two, two nineteen, two nineteen. Yeah, in two nineteen, you only had you only had to have one Sherpa between two, but they've yeah. changed it now. Um, so you have to have like five oxygen bottles, 
uh, you have to have a one-on-one Sherpa. So it's got, I say, it's got more expensive. It was already super expensive, uh, but it's even <laughs> more expensive now. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, it's not. It's, I'm trying to trying to get investment from uh, certain companies, um, but I've got Chefworks. Um, I don't know if you heard of them. A huge no. kitchen kitchen company, and um, they make. They basically make all the best chef jackets, um, chef aprons, and they're going to try and they're on board and we're going to do a documentary together. And so their new line of chef jackets are made out of 17 recycled plastic bottles. And they're oh, wow. all, they're like, it's like, a, it's like a sports jersey. That's what it feels like. They're super comfortable and to be in a, being in a, a hot kitchen and obviously the way you're moving all the time, they're, they're incredible. So so I'm hoping for a little bit of uh, investment from them for that. They're incredible. They're so light. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And you can roll the sleeves up as well. I like to roll the sleeves up. Nice. <laughs> what are your goals in life? Like, do you have any businesses, like any kind of products that you want to, because that would be like a really good thing to fund kind of what you need to fund, right? Is creating a business, you know, creating your own chef jackets or a set of knives or, you know, that kind of thing, or opening a restaurant, that kind of thing. So the game, I did look at it um, at the beginning while the show was on um, to mm. do my own knives. To be honest, it's just such a big investment in the beginning because yeah. I do so much. Um, I spend so much money. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, honestly, but I'm, I move around and the stuff I do, the sports I do, it just costs so much money. So mm. I don't have many savings. But that's what I did want to do. But then instead, I started reaching out to these other brands to see what we could do together. Uh, and creating a recipe book as well, as well as this YouTube channel. Uh, it's going to be called Salted. So I'm working on that. Uh, and I want to open a restaurant in, in Florida. So it's, it's all going to happen soon. It's a project that I'm working on. But the main thing right now is the Everest expedition. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I get down from there, and to be honest with you, James, once I do this Everest, I, I want a, I want a family. So get getting Aww. old now. <laughs> so it's all these all these things. There's there's a lot going on, but yeah. yeah, I'm also that's also on the list if it if it ever works out. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah, I think you're good. Like you still got like, you know, a while. You're good. Yeah, I've still got a few years for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Get Everest done, and then oh yeah, I want to open a restaurant. It could really, I feel like the food's the same everywhere in Florida. Uh, obviously, there's lots of good restaurants in Miami now, up and coming. But around like yeah. Jupiter Bay and West Palm, there's it's just all the same. So I'd love to to open a restaurant here and do a good like a good brunch place, and then a good uh, evening dining place with my style of food. That's the plan. You could also do cameo, you know, that would bring in some money for you. I do, I do cameo a little bit. I just don't, I'm just oh, not very good. Sweet. Just not good at advertising it. Not like Kyle. <laughs> Kyle was like, Kyle's all over it. Now he's like, I don't, I don't yeah. have that. Uh, but I yeah. do a few, I do a few cameo messages, um, which is great. Puts uh, a little bit of money in the pocket. But like, I, I mean, I'm working. I do, I have a lot of high profile clients here in Florida that I cook for. Um, and obviously I need to train, uh, train as much as I can, uh, for the trip. So I'm busy. I'm busy anyway. That's for sure. Okay. Well, if any followers are 
any women who want to get with you, you know, just send him a DM. <laughs> if you want some kids, he's ready. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to be honest i've actually started i've just started seeing someone and she i'm not sure if she wants kids but uh but she she she's actually really cool so um, congratulations she's super understanding and um we're kind of on the same path and yeah she's just really easy to be around so nice congratulations it's just great sweet so do you have anything else that you kind of want to address or bring up no, not at all. I appreciate you for having me. I'm glad we, we managed to do this eventually. Sorry for cancelling last time. Um, oh, it's all good. <laughs> but no, it's good to uh, no, it's good to good to chat to you. And yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you. And and uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone for all the support. And yeah, stoked. You. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Pop Off with James. I'm James Pike. You can find me on Instagram at, at it's James Pike, at below deck above average, and at Pop Off with James. The views on YouTube are low. So if you want to go over there to YouTube, subscribe, watch my videos, I would love that. And we have Dave. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, so yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's dangerous underscore Dave White. Uh, the reason it's dangerous is just because I do a lot of extreme sports. I'm not actually dangerous. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm also on Facebook, but I don't really use it. But yeah, Instagram. And then I will let everyone know the YouTube channel to subscribe to when we launch it. Yeah, stay tuned for sure. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much, bro. I really appreciate you coming on. I, I usually upload on Wednesday, so I'm going to try to edit this and upload it as soon as possible. So. Cheers, James. Appreciate you, mate. Yeah.